All right, everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I have a very special guest here. This guest, we worked together in the, my college radio station. Um, we were always around each other and we had such a great time in college and such an interesting time in college with our shows. Give it up for Meg. Meg, how are you, babe? Thank you, Marshall. I'm doing well. Uh, kind of grown into my ranks at the radio station. Uh, yeah. Not strictly by choice, but still making the most of it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, how's that going now in the whole pandemic of it all? Um, it's going. Uh, we were like one of the only student organizations that were really able to adapt to the coronavirus you know, restrictions, I guess, because mm -hmm. most of the time, unless your show would probably be struggling because you always had nice guests in and a whole party going on in there. Um, but most, you know, most of the DJs we have now do their shows alone or with someone over the air. Um, mm -hmm. So it hasn't been too much of an adjustment. We just get some wipes and some gloves and stuff in there. Um, but we've been working on implementing remote broadcasting so people can do stuff from home and upload it to automation. And uh, what else did we just, oh, we just had the virtual IBS intercollegiate broadcasting systems conference that we have every year. Uh, I was virtual and everyone at the station was invited to come, which was really cool. Nice. Yeah. I always, I always could not make it because I always had some type of gig or something getting in my way. <laughs> and I was always so annoyed by that. Cause I'm like, I want to go on a trip with you guys. Like this seems like a really fun group to go out to New York city and have a crazy time, you know? It's so fun. Yeah, we went last year. It was my 21st birthday, and that was a lot of fun. It would have been on my birthday again this year, but of, of course it was virtual. And this yeah. was the one year I probably really wanted it to be in person because they had such good panels, but yeah. <sighs> always well, next year. Yeah, we, we, we adjust and we keep it moving, and you know, you find the, you find the, the beauty in life no matter what, right? So here yeah. we are we'll we go are... hang out in new york some other time marshall yes we will you and i <laughs> i don't <laughs> we'll i don't know it. we'll find a time of day i don't know how how uh if you would after what i'm gonna say about the movie that we just watched uh -oh. oh no oh no <laughs> i All have right, so some this is thoughts gonna be <laughs> that's fine okay let's go well Let's get right into it. So the movie that we watched was Booksmart. It's from 2019 and it was directed by Olivia Wilde. Uh, writers are Emily Helpern. I'm gonna mess up people's name. I'm horrible with names. Sarah Haskins. And there was a couple other people. I think it was Suzanne Fogel and Katie Siberman. God, I'm so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie is, it's a coming of age movie. It's, it reminded me of Superbad. And there was another movie that I saw with my friend a long time ago. Um, I think it was Something Switch. Uh, it was, oh gosh, I can't even think of the name right now. I, Superbad, I'm that's with Jonah Hill, right? Yeah, with Jonah Hill, which I heard that the actor Molly uh, Beanie, that's her brother. Mm -hmm. They're siblings. Yeah, I was like, they're, oh my they're God. siblings. I didn't even know that. I was like, that's crazy. It's awesome. But, um, so I'm not going to completely torch the movie. I love the movie. That's fine. I thought the movie was cool. I liked, I like movies like this. I like it when it just feels like this is really some kids that grew up in some town and this is how they would react. I think the reason why I didn't like this movie for me, because I couldn't relate to it. That's mm -hmm. literally all. It's not because yeah, I thought it was... Yeah, it was it was very much I want to say like a Gen Z type of movie. No, I get it because I, I the first time I watched it I was like also like wow this is a really modern thing and my first thought was like this isn't going to be for everyone. It's not going to be a movie that is universally loved like Mean Girls and stuff is. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I did appreciate is that like a lot of coming of age films are surface level they're not meant to be taken seriously they're fun and yeah. crazy um but not a lot of them you know go on to be staple pieces of cinema and even the ones that that do like mean girls and john tucker must die and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. still tend to fall into certain tropes the stories are focused on women but still gravitate around men and one of the reasons why i like book smart was that it wasn't like centered around somebody else it was just on the relationship between these two girls which, which i appreciated because like. you don't get to yeah. see that a lot you, there's always seems like 
somehow it relates back to the the male narrative in a weird way mm-hmm. whereas i feel like this movie it was just between them and it was it was showing their perspective of life and not not this like tainted unrealistic version of what girls do yeah. in high school you know what i mean yeah 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 which it's, i really it, appreciate it never really had that it never really had the proverbial big bad like no regina george or heather chandler yeah. or something trying mm-hmm. to thwart them you had characters that humbled them a little bit like triple a and hope and all that yeah um but no one no one was out to get them and maybe it's just me but i never had that like quintessential bully story <laughs> like i never had that most people don't care enough to actively sabotage you the way that those hbic's do you know <laughs> like yeah they care not a lot of people who would actively try and ruin your high school experience and and i like that that wasn't like present in this film yeah i mean did you relate a lot to this movie i mean if with your high school experience i mean to be honest i probably at the beginning of this movie i probably would have stayed away from molly (laughs) there's no shame there's no shame in being a high achiever don't get me wrong but But thinking that you're better than someone for it isn't cool i probably would have stayed out of her way and i like that she got knocked off her pedestal by the end of the film um yeah they both did at the same time didn't they yeah they it was a the last like half hour is like several one twos um I I related to this movie. Obviously, you you know me. I'm I'm a lesbian, and I I really like how they handled um, Amy's. I, I don't even want to call it a storyline because it wasn't even something that was a problem or contested or anything like that. She likes girls, and that's established very early on in the film. Um, and it's never made fun of or like over sexualized or anything. Uh, there's quips from Molly, like she says, like some joke things. But there's like a bit in the film where she's like, oh, it's funny your parents think we're boning when they're trying to get out for the party. Um, I made that same joke with my college roommate because she transferred to CCSU and dormed with me, who's gay, after leaving behind uh, a roommate who was also gay at her old school. So I was like, that's a conversation I've had in real life. And I don't know if this was the first film in this genre to have like a non-straight character at the helm, but it was the first one I saw. Um, so that was like the one bit of the movie that I connected with. But yeah, like I said, if I met Molly in high school, I probably would have walked the other way. <laughs> yeah. I didn't you connect know, to all parts of it. That's kind of cool that this is kind of that the, your first movie where you actually seen that. And, and, yeah. were, and, and those are big movies because I know for me, when the, there's some movies that I saw when I felt like I saw myself which was the movie that I remember and that reminded me of this movie was called Date and Switch. So for those out there, mm-hmm. yes, I can remember things. Yes, it's called Date and Switch. <laughs> Very similar to my life, but it, it was like the one of the first movies that I was like, oh, wow, that hit home. And you don't realize how good a movie is until it relates to you. Because a lot of times in the queer community, we're just like a weird fake character that doesn't exist and it's just like a gag so for us to be a focal point in a movie and to be honest you just relate to it even if the movie's good or really bad you do not care because you're like i see myself this works i'll let it slide i'll I'll let let it slide fairly for this part um (laughs) well like yeah like the movie i brought up before john tucker must die there was like a bit between i don't know if you know the plot of that movie but it's like uh this guy is having a relationship with like three or four girl characters and they all gang up to expose them. Yeah, Um, I vaguely remember that. There was like a scene with two of the girls kissing to show how to make out or something like that. It was very much a gag. And it's like, I I don't even want to watch these movies anymore because it's like, I have standards now. I started like being more critical of what I consume. And like some of those older films definitely... um, definitely fit into a lot of tropes and that were missing from Booksmart, which is why, again, I like this film a little bit more than some of the other ones, I guess. Um, I could write essays about that party scene and how that was filmed with like Amy and Ryan and all that. Uh That was like so close to home for me. Uh, (laughs) Really? I mean, I know when I saw it, I was I was triggered at that party scene by a couple things. Actually, I was triggered by the first party scene when nobody was there at all. Yeah. I was oh, like, I you know how many name. DJ parties, parties that I DJed where I was like, that was the party and I had to make <laughs> the it <boat> work. Party. <laughs> the boat party. Oh, he was such like he was he was a lot, but he was also he was so 
sweet. I really liked his. I don't like a lot of guy characters in film. I was like, aw, he's kind of nice. When they call the one percenter, oh, here comes the one percenter. The one percenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With uh, you know, uh, his friend Gigi. You know, he's played by uh Billy Lord, or she's played by Billy Lord, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Carrie Fisher. Okay, can we talk about the fact that there's like a lot of famous people, a famous people kids in yeah, this movie? Yeah, Like we have Cuba Gooding Jr. as like the the hot jock son. His son plays the hot jock. Yeah. And then what was it? So Carrie Fisher and her daughter, which I know her from American Horror Stories. That's why I was like, she looks very familiar. Yes, Billy She's from, Lord. Um, from, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, there's not some two other people. That American look alike, Horror right? Story, Scream, Scream. No, I believe she was in Horror Story. Okay. Um, but I mean, you your director is Olivia Wilde. She probably has some connections. She has connections. You know? and, and that's the thing about how a lot of these movies are made. Like you need somebody who has those connections because- I mean, it was star-studded. SNL people were all up in this movie. Like, it was star-studded. Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you just get Phoebe from Friends? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got connections. Um. Yeah, no, the party scene, we'll go right to the party scene because okay. I feel like when I saw that, you know how many times, and you can relate, you know how many times you meet somebody and you're like catching vibes and you see all like the little signals where you're like, okay, I think they might be my people. All right. And then right when you like feeling them and they're vibing with you, you go see they're making out with somebody of the complete different sex. Yeah. You thought you had uh, something. You're alone in the pool, wet and confused. <laughs> <laughs> Not where you want to be. Yeah, no, the way that they did uh, Amy and Ryan's bits really made my heart race. I, you know, yeah. I have been in her position not exactly i never got invited to parties but um <laughs> yeah i was very boring i didn't have a car in high school um yeah, but i've been either. in her shoes you know mm -hmm. uh it, it's funny we never get much information about ryan other than she likes skating and i feel like amy yeah. had the same view of her she's really in love with the image of this girl and then she's suddenly like sitting next to her and sharing drinks and uh, singing karaoke and all that and there's like this specific moment where ryan's arm is like brushing against amy's knee and she's like breathless my heart skipped a few beats i had the good fortune to see this film in theaters when it came out and i was alone I, there was I no one else in the that. theater yeah i remember like curling into myself in the chair while all of this was going down because it really like catapulted me back to my high school years damn um, <laughs> it did because you know i had my own unrequited crush uh the way that scene was filmed and acted really got to me just because i was like you know damn she got her happy ending good for her and then that's not the case nope. she goes into the pool and catches her you know her crush and molly's crush like eating each other's faces <laughs> like yeah and usually like, the people uh, that do like you are the people that you like no thanks <laughs> or people always yeah, want to pitch you together God. so i'm like why can't we just fall in love with their crush and and just live a happy ever after life but no sorry yeah. not <laughs> i mean especially especially in high school maybe this is just me because i i went to high school in a different town than the one that, that i grew up in and i didn't have a car so i didn't have a lot of interaction with um students and stuff like outside of school mm. um so I did, you know, I had a crush on one or two people, but I didn't really know them outside of our classes. So I, it's up in the air whether that crush was something solid, or if it was like, obviously you like a part of them, but you, you don't get the full picture. So you're in, you, you're in love with this like idea you have in your head. And I think that yeah. was the same way with Amy and Ryan. Um, and then that plot twist with Hope in the bathroom is insane. Yeah, I was like, what the, and then when she threw up on her, I was like, yeah. come on girl. like she her character was frustrating me because i feel like there was a way she didn't have to be that awkward like it was bad like yeah yeah, I mean, yeah you i think we could relate on how awkward we could be at times especially back in high school when we didn't know shit about shit but i mean I, maybe it's for the movie but throwing up directly on somebody's chest you knew you could have turned your head a little yeah. bit a yeah, little i mean that bit. was definitely for the gag you know i i will say um <laughs> Uh, about the the love scene and stuff between hope and amy um they the one thing that they did do right was like there was like the struggle for her to like get the shoes and the pants off and you know sex is rarely as glamorous as as shows like euphoria and riverdale make it seem yeah um, and i do like that they embrace that but yeah i think the vomiting thing went a little far, like 
Yeah. I did not enjoy. I think we could have done without that. Something else. Could, somebody could have just walked in. You know what I mean? Like that could have been the big thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, they definitely went to to extremes on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, and do you notice that? And I feel like they do this a lot with with gay characters, the boys in the movie. I, they come off like they're living in their own little world and nobody can touch them, which is from what I remember back in just living in high school or watching movies that uh, depicted us, we were always like the butt of the joke and like, like, ugh, icky. And now it seems like a lot of shows are kind of making us out to be like kings of our own world. And I'm like, I don't know if that's how the kids are nowadays, but the gay boys are untouchable. Is that something you noticed? I I I definitely know you know they did play into some stereotypes with those I mean, two yeah, characters I in the mean, film. <laughs> like, yeah, like very he, much. At the, um, uh, the costume party when I saw Alan, I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. I was like, I, I you know what I would do that though at my own damn party, walking down the stairs, being so dramatic. The great actor. Like, he he really oh, yeah. he was good in that role. <laughs> he was it's very like plot good. twist. He's like not even gay in real life. <laughs> my husband. <laughs> my um, husband. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or um, what did Alan say when I he know, said, I'm going to... like, I know to... nothing but sorrow and grief. Yeah. <laughs> like, that killed me. Or Alan, uh, what was the other friend? I go plan a funeral. George, George was like, uh, Barcelona, Barcelona. 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 Shakespeare like, in the again. parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I think they definitely played into a, a few stereotypes. I think, I don't want to say too much because how I grew up being at a school in liberal Connecticut might not mm -hmm. be reflective of people in schools elsewhere. True. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely think that depending on where you go to school, it can either be like, uh, you know, people with varying sexualities are either the brunt of the joke, they're mm. ignored, or, you know, I, I think there's, I don't know how recent it is, but there's definitely this like new wave of, of like, I don't want to put straight women in a box, but I'm going to of like the gay best friend type Do it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like like the gay best friend sort of trope. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of, uh, you know, mostly male gay characters in film are, are kind of relegated to one of those three boxes, unfortunately. Um, whereas, you know, realistically, if they if they don't fall into those boxes, a lot of times they're just a popular kid at school, you know? um yeah. i don't know I, you know it, it's hard to say because i don't know you know i i didn't have that much there weren't that many out kids at my school so yeah, i can't really and, talk and, too much and that's the thing usually the kids who we thought were like uh you know i reconnect you know you reconnect with kids when you see them at the bars and stuff and you, you, it's a different relationship but a lot of them like the kids that i thought were out I was like, oh, well, you were the kid. You were the one in school. Like, yeah, you know, you were so brave. This said this. And they were like, I wasn't out. Shoot, I wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't gay in high school. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, some of us, you know what it was? We couldn't hide it, but we still were hiding. It's all about that self-acceptance. And that's the thing that- But really everyone else is like- Everybody else knows <laughs> it, but it's like, if you don't want to admit it, then it ain't really a thing. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, damn. And I'm like, I don't want to ruin your fantasy. Like, you thought you were killing it in high school. And I'm like, girl, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. I, I clocked it. Yeah. But then again, that's probably me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so funny because I'm, yeah, a lot of, I really didn't have too much to worry about. I was friends with some pretty accepting people. Mm -hmm. I probably could have came out and been fine in high school. But I spent so much time being like, I need to make sure I'm not like, perceived not not even like oh they can't find out it's more like if i come out after high school i don't want people to think that i was like predatory or anything like that you know what mm. i mean like so i was so conscious of what i was doing and i had this conversation with my aunt uh, i want to say like a week or two ago and i was like you know i thought i was doing pretty good about keeping it under wraps and and just not being too obvious about it and then she was like, oh, no, I started suspecting when you were like halfway through high school because of how you were like talking about these female celebrities. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was so good at this. Yeah, no, I. it's funny. I remember <laughs> when I first met you at the, the, the school uh, at the radio and we were at the meetings and everything. And I was like, I bet you she is. 
you know, because, you know, <laughs> and, and I always try to like slip it in there, but I was like, I don't want to push you out or nothing. If, if and so I was like, huh. But I was like, she's very much into like, you're just like one of the, the, the main character where she was very, she loves a strong female. She's very, uh, you know, like power to the people. And I'm just like, girl, if this is not Meg. <laughs> no, it's funny because me and my roommate, we're like, you know, I am like Molly in terms of size and stature, but mm -hmm. Amy's personality and she's like Molly, Molly's personality, but Amy's size and stature. So it we like, always compare ourselves. To, yeah. Yeah. It, it switches. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like you, you think that you are just so slick and, we you know, were. you're like a, a James Bond, like so subtle about it. And then you, you talk to people like a few years later and they're like, oh yeah, we knew. <laughs> what do you mean you knew? <laughs> Why didn't you? I, I, it took me three years to figure it out. No one could say anything. Yeah, we weren't pulling anybody. And you know what? It, <laughs> it, it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. Because, right. hey, it made me gravitate towards you. And I think you're awesome. And that's why we're recording a podcast about an a, a awesome movie that I will let you know how I rated it. And uh, more reasons why I'm in the fence about it. <laughs> okay. All right. So let me get into it. So I think... I don't, I hope I didn't trash it yet, but I'm gonna trash it now. No. <laughs> no, you haven't trashed it yet. That's why I was like, you said you hated this movie. I'm, I'm well, like waiting you, for the pin to drop. You know why? Okay, this is why I did not like the movie. I did not like the movie and I think it's mostly my personal opinions. It really, it really wasn't bad. I really appreciate it. But I think I don't like a lot of these, these coming of age movies where it just feels like too clean, too perfect. I like it to be as real because that's where the humor comes in for me. Like I like that dark, dry humor. So mm -hmm. when I see it, I'm like, who's having a party in that house? How are you just getting a dress like that in your teacher's car? How like, and I know it's a movie, but it just comes off that there's a lot of scenes where I'm like, that's never going to happen. That doesn't happen. There's just a lot of pieces that I'm like, like the gay boys having the party. You know how many times I tried to have a party like that and it did not end that way? I was like- A murder not... mystery party. Yeah. How I would love to have a murder mystery party and have like a good group of people in there. Like nobody's gonna do that with me. Like there's just a lot of part. And maybe that's just like we were talking about before. Maybe our generation is a lot different than the kids that are coming up now that I don't know. Like I did feel pretty old when I was watching this because I was like, maybe this is what kids do in California and I'm just missed out. Like I wasn't even like, I wasn't even a kid to party in high school. It wasn't until I got to college when my whole life started to percolate. But I mean, these kids in high school, like I don't even remember the kids in my high school partying up like this, going to all the cool parties and being messy and drugs and drinking and snorting vitamins. I don't. Yeah, my thing is, Miss Miss Fine would be in a wash of trouble between uh, the the whole thing with the kid, the yes. student, and even just picking Molly and Amy up. That is like an HR nine. Miss Fine would be fired by the time the next year rolled around because of all. Absolutely, of that. you're right. This the suspension of belief only goes so far with these types of films, yeah. and like you said, there just comes a point where it's like, okay, this this doesn't seem like it would really happen anymore. Yeah. I get that. I totally and then get that. your principal happens to be your Lyft driver, and then you're gonna you're playing porn in the back of the car because you thought that was a good idea, and then he hooks up to the car, and, and he's like Cardi B, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> that was funny, but I was like, in what world? One, your principal principal is gonna actually give you the ride, and then two, you're gonna play porn in the back of his fancy car, which you know there's cameras in there because you know every Lyft driver has like all their like glamour and glitzing all that fun stuff from the dollar store and then the cameras on every angle why would you watch porn in this car i was like listen it was an emergency she needed to know <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> so the wikipedia the wikipedia only covers so much um yeah so that yeah, was no, you're right. the only you're thing right. that got me and and I mean, but I'm thinking about my favorite movies, like even uh, in the first couple episodes that I did, there's probably some movies like like Moonlight or Death Proof that I watched when I'm like, oh my God, this is the best movie of all. And maybe it's just a perspective thing because some of my friends who watched it, they were like, eh, okay, cool. And I'm like, what? This is everything. Because back when I was young and I'm like, okay. So maybe I'm just, I'm aged out. I'm getting old, Meg. 
I'm out. It's not even I'm that. Done. It's just like some of the some of the some of the themes. I mean, I kind of feel that I haven't watched uh, a piece of media that has only straight characters since like 2016 because mm. like it's I realized that I I wasn't connecting with the stories that were being told or whatever. And yeah, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice some quality, unfortunately. We're getting a little better now where you don't have to sacrifice one or the other. Yeah. And the stories that are being told now are both of quality and representative of uh, a large group of people. Um, but yeah, definitely, I agree with your point where it's like, if you didn't go through some of this, you know, if you were a teenager recently, you probably won't connect with this film. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well. Well, now it's time for a break. I need to go get my charger because I just realized I have not had my computer plugged up this whole time. And you could see my eyes shifting because I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get it. Um, <laughs> so we're going to take a break, pay some bills with some, some commercials. <laughs> Get some water and we'll be right back into the second segment of our show. All right. You going to stay with me? Yeah, I will. <laughs> if you'll have right. me, just make sure you send the link. Of course. I know, right? I'm going to send it this time. I promise. <laughs> All right. See you guys in a bit. See you in a few. All right. We're back and we're going to go to a segment that should be a little familiar to Meg because back in my radio days, back in college, I did a show, well, I'm going to say it every episode, I feel like I would keep talking about it, In the Woods with DJ Edgewood at 107.7 WFCS, New Britain Harp at the Edge. Did I get it right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's been 10 years. You should probably get over it. <laughs> I know, like last I'm month. Um, but I did a game. <laughs> And I think you joined this game um, once or twice, right? It was the Would You Rather. I probably did. So I would just pull in random people from the studio or out in the hallway, anybody I'd get my hands on, and I would ask them the most ridiculous Would You Rather questions. So I brought the game here again with you based off of Booksmart. I'm excited. Are you ready? I'm a little scared because you said you had mixed emotions about the film, but I'm excited <laughs> to see what the questions are. I know. I really, I really was milking this whole. I'm gonna like freak you out on how bad I, I hated this movie. But no, I'm scared. I know. So far, so good, right? I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm gonna get her. No, you have valid. <laughs> you have valid critiques that I actually agree with. You know, I certainly don't watch the film because it's like the peak of American cinema. Yeah, it's just something. It's like a comfort film. <laughs> yeah, it was a comfort film. Like I feel like I should have gotten like a couple of drinks. You know got a couple friends over and we watch it and i feel like it would have been a whole different experience but to the game would you rather yeah. are you ready for the first question that i have for you meg Hit me. all right so simple would you rather be molly or amy <laughs> i mean i feel like i'm i i'm i'm gonna say amy okay. i feel like i'm already partly already there like 75 percent of the way um <laughs> And you know what? My reasoning is just because she gets to travel a little bit. <laughs> and I'm insanely jealous of her right now because I would like to be somewhere else. Yeah, she's supposed to be going to Africa, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, man, the moment in the movie where she's like, she's trying to figure out if Ryan's, you know, um, uh -huh. she's like, would you go to Uganda? <laughs> <laughs> they kill me in Uganda. She's like, would you go there? <laughs> Yeah, that's how we that's where we I drop those me. hints, those subtle hints where you're like, hey, do you watch Drag Race? <laughs> so I, I don't watch Drag Race, but I mean, it's okay if you do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, you want to go see my truck outside? You know? Yeah, you want to go see my truck outside? You know, I got like a couple of cool CDs in there if you want to check it out. <laughs> I would mm -hmm. be Molly. I would be Molly because I feel like I'm always the friend who I'm too loud too obnoxious me and my nervous laugh uh yeah i feel like i'm just like not right in the front not obnoxious at all yeah not obnoxious at all i'm really quiet that's why i have a radio show right <laughs> you're vibrant you're homely a lot of people gravitate towards you because you are just so like welcome and accepting and just like ready to start a conversation oh you're so sweet people people actually want to have a conversation with you which you know the same can't be said for molly for some of them yeah like they were talking to so much shit about her in the bathroom which i'm surprised she even came back at them you know how how bad i felt for her when she tried to come back at them with the yell and they were like 
we're all going to good schools and probably better than I kind of liked it. I was I, like, you know, what? good on her for good on her for even trying. I would be in the stall, be like, <laughs> be like really? crying. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be able. Uh, I wouldn't be able to defend myself and be like, oh, is that what you think? <laughs> Just try and leave. What? No, I would have came out, washed my hands, and looked at them, give them a look, and then walked out. I don't think I could have came back at them with the whole yell, which I was like, New Haven, hey. hey. I love how they put New Haven in the movie. <laughs> shout out yeah, to no, Connecticut. It's a shout out. I know. Even I feel like I, I always laugh. I can't believe such a prestigious school is in. I mean, no shade to New Haven. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things going on in New Haven, but it's also a little skeevy in New Haven. I just think it's really funny that we have like one of the most highly regarded Ivy Leagues in in the U.S. It's so weird to me when I walk in the streets, going to the club, and I'm like, you know, New Haven's this place. Like I've heard this uh, New Haven in like Scandal, the TV show, mm-hmm. this movie, so many other movies. When I'm like, okay, that in Bridgeport, Bridgeport like was on Family Guy, really? the whole episode, yeah, like a whole episode of Family Guy where they, I guess they went to Santa's like factory and they looked at it and it was like industrial and they said, wow, it looks like Bridgeport, Connecticut. And then it was like a cutscene to Bridgeport. And I was like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, did they just shout out like like Connecticut? What? Connecticut has something that hell, people like. Isn't, isn't all of, yeah, isn't all of Gilmore Girls here? <laughs> it was? Yeah. They mentioned it in Glee too. I remember. Yeah. Every time they say like Yale or New Haven or like Hartford or something, I'm like, hey, it's the hmm. closest we're going to get to fame. Didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Well. On to the next question. I'm keeping you in the hot seat. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So would you confess your love for Miss Fine or see <laughs> yes. her at the party and run? <laughs> and think about high school you. <laughs> really uh, think about high school you. Because Miss um, Fine was fine. Just want to put that she out there. Was. Yeah. She was good looking. Yeah. Um, high school me, no, probably. <laughs> Even if she was given very flirty vibes and she went to party yeah, with you? If she was my teacher, no. <laughs> I'd have to see her the next day. I would... Okay, who oh, am I, I kidding? Well, maybe. I don't know. No, I wouldn't I be a student past then. I, I don't know. I wouldn't. Even if I was a past student, I feel like that's a fantasy that I would keep to myself. No. Um, well, that would, be, that would be something that I think the students would have. Like, the students would leave Miss Fine's class and be like, she's so pretty <laughs> and like have all yeah. their inside jokes or whatever be like do you see what miss fine was wearing today she was so pretty i don't think anyone would ever confront her about it though yeah and by the way isn't it kind of weird that she had clothes that fit both girls in her car knowing that that was yeah. her clothes yeah that yeah that That's what I'm saying. she would be fired for all of that like these are fireable offenses yeah, I was like, how are you fitting all the characters with like amazing cool <laughs> clothes that fits their personality? <laughs> like, okay, I think Miss Fine was planning this from the beginning. This She's is a conspiracy. <laughs> I think she planned this whole thing and she went to the party and she was like trying to be a high schooler again. Can we talk about that? <laughs> We're gonna do a deep dive into Miss Fine's like I know Miss Fine in her um... weird ways. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. Book Smart 2, the sequel, Miss Fine is no longer employed in the state of California because of all these like questionable yep. things that she, she went did to in Uganda. The one. <laughs> <laughs> she teaches in Connecticut now. Yeah, she teaches in Connecticut. She's a Yale uh, <laughs> professor. So I, I will yeah. be in that movie, I promise you. Let me tell you when the world opens back <laughs> up. Exactly. Um, okay, last one for me. Would you be bold enough to make out with somebody in high school or nah? No, uh, no, I was never bold enough to uh, even entertain the idea. I never, I didn't go on a date until I went to college. So I, I don't think I would ever be bold enough to try and, and swindle somebody in high school. What if somebody were to kiss you and like, I don't know, nobody saw it, but then they kind of went for you and they kissed you. Would you kind of push back a little bit or would you run away i mean it depends it depends who are we talking about a guy or a girl a girl <laughs> two, two and, very different answers because i mean it, it's i, I don't want to sound like i don't know anything or i'm an alien but i mean for <laughs> how do i put that i don't know i feel like because i'm thinking like would somebody be- caught me like off guard yeah, like, would there be a guy, I'm thinking just on my high school experience, like, would there be somebody who actually would make me go back at it and have a relationship or do something with them? Because 
nobody can get in the way with my my secret because most of the time when there was a guy who gave me attention in high school which a couple times there was some guys who gave me attention but it's always like ick and i didn't know if it was just self-hate <laughs> with myself or i genuinely did not like if i saw that guy in the bar today i'd run just as fast as i did in high school for you though <laughs> like was that the same playing field or because some people they tell me oh if anybody was gay i'm down like if anybody gave me attention i was down was that kind of you like it just if you were part of the team i would be a part of it like that yeah. would be our secret so if if i was a little more audacious and you know put myself out there a little bit more if somebody was giving me that energy would i give it back no questions asked yeah. or if you know, would I say, okay, no, I need to make sure. No, I, I definitely, I only really had like one or two actual crushes. Um, and for me, I don't like a person unless I, you know, like that crush mm. comes from me knowing the person. It's not a, an instantaneous thing, or it's not even just like, oh, I look at you and I think I like you or whatever. I have to know the person before I like them. So if any just random stranger who I don't know and like haven't interacted with before tried to come near me and tried to do anything, I probably wouldn't go for it, regardless of where they stood. Um, but it might be a different story if I knew the person and maybe not like them, but you know, were surprised to see if they were reciprocating anything you know what i mean yeah like, i was not hot enough in high school <laughs> for this to ever be a scenario like i don't think no one would want to do that but this is nice a uh, truth and dare or this is nice like uh oh thing to imagine to see how yeah. i would do i, I, I think i've grown a little bit i don't believe that i feel like if you were to go to your high school reunion and you were to talk to people there was probably some people who really had a crush on you I highly doubt it. I cringe at my own pictures from high school. So I but do that's you. Because I, I had to learn that from myself. There are some I don't want to hear it. You know me. what? Even if they did, they should have said something. Because that would have really helped all those years of self-hate. I really Let would. Me know. If any, <laughs> even if you did, I hate you now because you didn't say anything. And you could have really helped me out with my self-confidence. <laughs> yeah. I always hear people talk about people. Us, buddy. Yeah. I always hear people talk about other people from their high school days. And they're like, oh, I love that kid because it's at this i'm like gosh i wish somebody would tell me that if that was a real thing but i was so shut down i don't know I, there's not much to really pick from but then again who knows they might have an experience that i didn't even know i helped them out in track practice and they loved me for that or they saw my thighs and they were like hey i, I <laughs> it's just like something came over them yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah i guess i wonder if you are you know you always wonder if you're like a, a passing nice figure in somebody's life i guess yeah. um i did give out i went on a broad trip to italy in my junior year um and i did we did superlatives at the end of it and i did get nicest person so i don't know if that counts for anything okay <laughs> the so that <laughs> was out of high school you got the nice person award no 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 this was a uh, junior year after the trip so it was only our group oh, of kids oh, okay. went on the abroad trip so it wasn't, it wasn't like even a... the whole school oh, okay did you ever did you ever get <laughs> no. any of those or <laughs> no. again, I was not popular. I don't think I was even aside from my like photo. I was not in the yearbook. I didn't do it. Oh, no. I was very much. I don't even want to say I was a wallflower. I just like was not on the radar. <laughs> yeah, my 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 Molly ass. I was like, yeah, I you know what? I need to be in as many pictures as possible. I know I'm not that one, <laughs> but I'm going to make myself that one. And I did. And it was not even like like the stuff that you'd be proud of it was just the fact that i was in the background of some pictures and i was like hey i'm on like 50 pages and then He's also like, i don't even go to this club <laughs> actually no i actually did a lot of clubs and but i don't it was all like stupid clubs that i thought like business club like it wasn't like the elites where they were like they had it because of their grades like it was like oh mm -hmm. you want to join come on down we'll take you if you know whatever i did actually get the most likely to picture which i was shocked at really to succeed I, no no <laughs> i was most likely to be born in the wrong decade which oh. isn't that accurate and i had an I afro when i took the picture so if you go into my yearbook <laughs> i have a full is, grown is, afro. is this a compliment is this a compliment <laughs> I, no i don't think it was <laughs> me and the girl who took the picture together we were both kooky and i was like oh oh okay well <laughs> Thank you. That's something that's like on Twitter. It's like what feels like homophobia, but isn't homo. <laughs> that's They're literally like, you're unique. <laughs> you're like 
born in the wrong decade. You're not like eccentric. We love you, Marshall, because you're different. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was some would you rather questions. (laughs) I hope they were good. I was trying to think of some that would really get you. I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to ask something like, I mean, you sound like you had a, a great high school experience. I was going to be like, you know, would you rather get good grades and do all these clubs and, you know, have a good college lined up and uh, a really good career all planned out for you? Or Mm -hmm. would you rather be somewhere in the middle of the road, but have had like a lot of memories and stuff be made? Uh, Do you value one over the other? Um, Middle of the road right away. Because I, even though it's, maybe I did make it sound good. It was just pretty simple. There was no high crazy points. It was mostly college that gave me those points. I think in high school, okay, maybe freshman, sophomore year, because I was, you know, like I came in and I had an older brother. So like, I kind of, it was nice to be young and then kind of have a in there. And they were an interesting mm-hmm. group of kids that was ahead of me. So those were some fun memories. But as far as like my own experience and everything, I think I got in my own way. So it was really dry. So it would, I would, because not like my grades were good anyways, but I feel, <laughs> I feel I would rather have kind of wonky, like middle of the road grades and have amazing experiences. Because at the end of the day, when you look back, all that really matters is, did I live my life to my authentic self? And did I have fun just doing it? Because it may not seem fun then, but when you look back, you're like, I did that. Okay. Maybe I look kind of crazy, but I had my fun. Me and my friends came together. We did the damn thing instead of us being like, oh, we we didn't do that because of this. Oh, I didn't do that because I was scared of this. It's like, that's not a fun story for you or for other people when you tell it. So yeah. And of yeah. course you want to get, you want to have a good future and you want to get into good schools. But at the end of the day, you know, if you don't get into that D1 prestigious university or whatever, there's always another one that you can go to and still be almost yeah. as or, or, you know, about as successful as you would have been if you went to the other school and still have had those fun experiences and stuff. Because yeah. um, I don't want to be Molly thinking that school's everything and then look back and go, mm-hmm. I didn't have a life. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't do shit. So yeah, that would like, be my you know, yeah, the people like who know you in high school, you know, if I don't want to be morbid or anything, but you know, if Molly was to like die or something like that, they'd only remember her as somebody that was just like uptight and didn't do anything. And not to say that you should do stuff for other people, but like you don't want that to be your legacy, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> you don't want Yeah. You don't want to be a stick in the mud. Yeah, and and if that's you though, do it 100% yeah. and don't avoid Embrace it, you it. know. Embrace your stick in the mud attitude, you know? So you'll be proud of it at least, you know, instead of trying to fight for Yale. <laughs> you can still make stick in the mud memories, but try yeah. and do that. You know, you don't have to be doing drugs or, you know, whatever AAA and the other boys were doing, but like you vitamins. you can still do you <laughs> My special tin of vitamins. vitamins. Yeah. And Gigi dip. was on another plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that girl, I, I was lo- like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> she's so fun. I love I do love the conversation she and Molly had at the end of the movie though, where she's like, you know, I, I hate that they call me triple A. I was just giving them a ride. And she's like, oh, okay, but also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she also was like, Yeah, it's like a dick. So what? <laughs> what where else am I supposed to do at my house? I, I appreciated <laughs> like, that line. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of hope that because they're both going to Yale, her and Molly. I kind of mm-hmm. hope that like somewhere off screen that they're now at Yale. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not dorming together, but like that would be a fun. Maybe getting sequel. along now that they've seen each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they would be friends. Amy's coming back from Uganda. Yeah. Not yep. Uganda, Botswana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I picture that. I think they will be. So uh, that's good good energy right there yeah especially after that mm-hmm. right so uh, last question i have for you before we wrap this whole yeah. thing up is rating so every movie i give it out of a four star rating uh yep. four being amazing and then all the way down to one being the worst movie i've ever seen in my freaking life um how would you rate this movie i know it's high ratings for you but yeah well you know i mean i even though it's a comfort movie for me i can definitely from like an objective standpoint i can see where like it falls flat in some areas Mm -hmm. um i would give it a three 
and yeah. maybe that's my personal bias i'm again because of this genre and it's coming of age and all that i'm not expecting perfection and like all plot holes and everything to be tied up nicely with a bow um I give it a three because you do have to suspend your belief a little bit to enjoy it a little bit more and you have yeah. to be within a certain age range but um at the end of the day i think it's a fun fun energy film um so yeah a three out of four i agree um okay my rating is a two out of four i, figured. <laughs> I was waiting for it I love the movie. I, I thought it was amazing. And I think that there's going to be a group of kids out there who are going to relate to it and they're going to live by it and they're going to get the poster, just like I did with my favorite movies that I related to. I just feel like there was some parts in the movie. And I think my rating is only based off of my old bitter ass, right? So, <laughs> but I think uh, there was some parts where I just, I just have a hard time with movies where I'm like, that's not real and because it's not real and it's so like it they needed that point to to get to the next point of the movie i was like mm, you lost me there like i like when it comes to coming of age movies i'm gonna need it to be real the more real the more funny it is because i'm like that shit is exactly like what how it happens instead i was like yeah miss fine's gonna give us a ride and come to my party and i'm gonna go to like a mansion to party and i don't know yeah, two. In, in in reality, you know, Miss Fine wouldn't have picked them up. You would have had to either walk there or find like a sketchy taxi or something like that. Yeah, like we <laughs> literally would would be walking to everywhere. Yeah, literally. literally. Or maybe you would just would have gone home because that was closer, you know, but that doesn't make for, you know, then they, how would they get to the party? Yeah, you're right. There definitely could have been some some better stepping stones to each section of this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, like I said, I agree with you that, you know, there are just going to be some films that resonate with a certain sect of people and then other ones that don't really apply to our lives, you know. Yeah, but I still love it. It's not personal, but I need to switch it up because I noticed one of my friends was like, well, you just like everything, don't you? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you've given a great rating to every single movie. So far. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, like, you have a lot of content about things that you like. It's easy to like give a lot of stuff about things that you like. But, yeah, you know, of course. It's hard the first, to be critical of it. Yeah, the first couple episodes, of course, I'm gonna put my favorite movies first, and then we're gonna get right into it. I mean, I didn't purposely go to two stars. I genuinely feel that way, just for me. I mean, I know this movie's gonna be a, a hit for somebody else. That's the thing about movies. I never mm -hmm. try to listen to critics or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever as much because there are some movies that I love so much and they were trash. They were rated trash. People hated them, but it was great for me. So I wouldn't take it too I personal. feel like critics are still, critics are definitely like still gatekeepers and stuff because again, True. like if they aren't, you know, if, if you're a critic for the New York Times and you're 50 years old, you're not going to, not even just to coming of age movies, but like some younger films that are being made by younger producers and filmmakers are not going to apply to you. You're not going to see... I don't want to be ageist or anything like that. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I sometimes, even if it doesn't apply to you, you you should still have the ability to step back and look at it objectively and say, okay, was this a good film in terms of like thematic and like you know like narratively? Um, and if you can't separate me being like, see the thing that's why I, I like what you did. You know, you are still able to acknowledge that this is is gonna be a good thing for some other people not you yourself you can still see that the movie is is good for um something and and, and separate that opinion yeah. from how you felt about it um where i think a lot of critics on like rotten tomatoes and all that kind of stuff like that are able to di differentiate yeah they're like no this is shit yeah and just because it period. didn't apply to me yeah <laughs> so definitely definitely yeah, that's what I have. And yeah, that's it for Booksmart. That's the wrap up yeah. of the whole episode for this week. I mean, what'd you think? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you. This is actually the first time I've been like a guest on a podcast and I'm so happy what? it was yours first. So oh, thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad that I got you on here because I've always appreciated you from the, the beginning I met you because I was like, I like you. You seem cool. Like, I feel like we would watch a movie that everybody else is like, eh, and I'm like, we're on the same page. And we were. We're like dying over. Yeah, we're like, yes, I love this. I love that. Okay, great. Boom. We can talk about it. 
I'm, how could people find you on social media? Uh, is there anything that you want to plug right now? Because I want people to see your face, follow you, <laughs> get to know you on your page. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's not too many pictures of my face on my page, but you can find me on uh, Instagram and on Twitter at TheRealMC099. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-C-099 on both platforms. And I do have a website in the works, but that's it's not up and running just yet. I have a link tree in both my bios, so if you want to find out more about what I do and some examples of like writing and other things that I've done, you can head over to those social media profiles to find all the uh, all the information. Awesome, awesome. And for me, um, you guys can follow us at the Afterthought Pod podcast on Instagram at Afterthought Pod P-O-D. We are now on Spotify, so if you listen to your podcast and not on YouTube, because I know some of y'all hate YouTube. I get it. I'm a iTunes Apple guy. So we're getting there too. But for now, we are definitely on Spotify and anchor.fm. So if you are that type of person, we are there for you. I'm getting Apple. So don't you worry about it. We'll figure that all out. Um, also, you can check out the YouTube page, Afterthought Podcast. Same name. You'll see my pretty face on the phone with my red and blue sunglasses. And you can email the show. Let me know if you have questions, thoughts, concerns, or you want to be on the show. Please, I'll take anybody because I love to just talk about movies and watch movies with people. And I'm like I said, I'm trying to get back into this hobby of just watching movies, whatever they are, good, bad, or in between, and talking about it. So you can message us at afterthoughthub, H-U-B, at gmail.com. And anything literally leave a comment please follow us check us out can't wait to see you guys in the next episode and i cannot have cannot wait to have you on the next episode i'm trying to think what kind of movie i think we already talked about it we might do heathers heathers possibly we're gonna stick with possibly. the high school theme we're i know stick with the high school theme okay, we, you want to do like a series we can do we can go through all of them of just really bad high school movies <laughs> Yeah, all the trash. You want. We'll do legally, or we'll do legally blonde. We'll do clueless. Ridgemont High. We'll yep, yep. Best times of Ridgemont High. High. Yep. Oh, we'll go back. We'll do Pretty in Pink. We'll do Pretty in Pink. I just watched Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I watched Pretty in Pink. Uh, I think I want to say senior year of high school. I definitely haven't watched as many classics as I should, but maybe, maybe we we'll use this as a chance to spring into that. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I mean, it, some of them I watched, but it's been so long. I don't even remember because you know, old age. But yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming like on the episode. I know. <laughs> thank you for coming on the episode. Um, can't wait to see you till next time. Can't wait to see you guys and listen to you guys next time. Have a good one. Thanks for having me on The Afterthought. Yes. I'll see you later. See you soon. <laughs> Bye.